Hello and welcome to the Resilient Leader podcast brought to you by Firestarter Business Solutions, igniting and sustaining your business growth. This podcast is all about that most important quality in a business leader, resilience. By talking to business leaders from a variety of backgrounds and industries, we hope to gain some understanding of resilience, what it is, where it comes from and why it matters in business. My name is Dave Harris and today our guest on the podcast is Lisa Zevi, founder at Zed Ventures, operational business coach, entrepreneur, speaker and author. Lisa graduated from university in 1995 with a Bachelor of Science in International Management and French. Her career has seen her in a wide variety of roles at companies such as the Royal Bank of Scotland, Xerox and Credit Suisse. She has founded and run a number of successful enterprises, including a property investment company and a small business coaching consultancy. She has written an Amazon number one bestseller, The Real Entrepreneur, How to Simplify, Grow and Enjoy Your Business. She is also an inspirational speaker about her experiences as an entrepreneur and has even given a TEDx talk, which you can find on YouTube. Her most recent enterprise, only a few months old, is Zed Ventures, set up to help individuals learn the essential skills of finance raising through what she calls the Zed Ventures Bootcamp. Lisa, thank you very much for joining us on the podcast. You seem to have a lot of interesting businesses and projects on the go simultaneously, and it's quite hard for me to neatly define you. So how would you describe yourself and what it is you do? Well, thank you so much, Dave. It's great to be with you today. Um, that's a really interesting question. I've spent most of my career being what I call a right-hand woman. I, I'm definitely someone who likes to organise things and juggle multiple things. I would definitely describe myself as an operational business coach. And by that, I mean my focus is very much in my work with entrepreneurs and small business owners. It's very much on the nuts and bolts of business, um, building businesses, the people and getting the right people doing the the right things. There's a lot of what I call shiny, shiny out there, a lot of distractions for um, business owners. And so I would describe myself as someone that's very much focused on helping entrepreneurs get the fundamentals of business right. And I, I must ask you about this boot camp because that sounds rather invigorating. I mean, what's involved in that? Well, as you mentioned, it's a very, very new uh, venture. So I'm, um, as I mentioned, I'm a business coach. And so I focus very much on the on the people side of building businesses as well as the sort of nuts and bolts structure. But my, my husband is also a bit of a serial entrepreneur and he has a background in finance, um, raising finance. He successfully raised uh, money for several different enterprises and is very interested in in that side of business and so we thought wouldn't it be great for us to collaborate together and bring our skills together we're aware particularly at the moment that a lot of people are either losing their jobs or feeling increasingly insecure in their jobs and then thinking maybe about starting something themselves and so we thought we would launch this boot camp and we've actually got our launch event just in a few weeks time and we're going to launch formally in January to take people from idea to investor ready to take people through through that process, understanding what they need to do and what they need to understand to get them into a position where they are able to pitch to investors and hopefully raise money for their great ideas. That is a brilliant idea, isn't it? And, and very timely. So the very best of luck with that. So listen, I better turn to the subject of this podcast, interesting as it is to talk about your new ventures, and ask you about your view of resilience. And in, in your experience and all the different roles you've had and the different businesses you've founded and run, I mean, how important important 
would you say resilience has been to you? You mentioned uh, earlier on that it's such a key aspect and I think it's really, really important. Actually, you mentioned my book, The Real Entrepreneur, and that real actually uh, is an acronym and the R is actually resilience. And I think it's a really very, very important uh, quality for anybody running their own business. And actually broader than that, I happen to work with entrepreneurs, but I think um, resilience, particularly at the moment, is a really important quality. And for me, I do consider myself to be quite a resilient person and I think that's helped me through the ups and downs of my life and my career very definitely. And we can't avoid, obviously, the current pandemic crisis recording this podcast as we are in the autumn of 2020. So I wonder whether you feel resilience has become even more important now because of the crisis that we're all experiencing or, or do you think it's just it's just more of the same in in, in, a, in a funny sort of way I think that's a really interesting question I mean resilience has been at the heart of my coaching right from the very start I meet a lot of business owners that are on the way to burning themselves out um, you know they start with a great idea and then they try and do too much and there's this kind of myth out there about the heropreneur that's crushing it in the gym at four o'clock in the morning and you know that works for some people that's great but it doesn't work for everybody um, and so I'm kind of on a mission to help particularly business owners not do that not fall out of love with their business but to your question about is it more important now yes I think it is a very important quality business owners are by their very nature quite optimistic they tend to be quite optimistic people so you saw at the beginning of the summer a lot of people feeling very kind of gung-ho about their businesses about the prospects. I think, to be honest, if you'd asked most people back in the spring whether or not we would be where we are now, they probably would have thought we would be further along or, you know, probably seeing some light at the end of the tunnel. And so I would say that resilience is more important now than ever. It's an essential quality, particularly uh, for business owners. But yes, I think it's more important than ever now to to get us through all this uncertainty. I, I see resilience as quite a kind of a, an antidote or a counterpoint to uncertainty. And whenever you're dealing with significant uncertainty, I think resilience is a really important quality to help you through that. So given that, I wonder whether you could talk a little bit about your own experience of the last six, eight months yeah, and what you found the most challenging aspect. I mean, obviously, you've set up a, a new business sort of in the middle of all this. So so clearly, you must have some uh, some interesting views about what we're going through. I, I mean, what have you found most challenging about the current crisis? Well, it's, it's really interesting. I, I've noticed that different people have really had um, different reactions to this. And um, I do a lot of work with profiling people and helping people understand how to get themselves into their flow and what gives them energy and what drains their energy. Um, a lot of people know about extroverts and introverts, you know, extroverts, people think are kind of loud, confident, chatty people. And, and actually, that's not what an extrovert is. An extrovert is someone that um, feeds off the energy of other people and loves to collaborate. And what I have found is that particularly um, extroverts have really struggled through this crisis. But me being a more introverted character, I actually started 
off lockdown feeling really, really positive. I was like, oh my God, great. I don't need to travel so much. I don't need to be out there so much. I can kind of geek out and build things and, you know, uh, serve more clients and, and build webinars. And I, I, I got into creating a lot of new products. I took on a load of new clients. So I was really quite enthusiastic about all the possibilities and the opportunities that this crisis, if you like, um, presented. I have to say, as time has gone on, I've certainly missed, I've certainly missed hugging people. I never realised that I was such a hugger. Um, I realise I do quite like to hug my clients if they if they allow me to, um, but also people that I know and love, friends and family, etc. I think, to be honest, the most challenging thing for me has been not being able to see my family. My parents are both in their 70s and I have resisted the urge to go and visit them as I would uh, quite regularly. Yeah, my, my husband and I have got into a, a good routine. So, you know, we haven't been hugely affected. As I mentioned, my business has actually gone from strength to strength and my husband is also doing well in his business ventures. So we've kind of been okay. But I think, the mo- as I say, the most challenging thing for me has actually not being able to, to visit with my family and see the people that I love. So I wonder whether you could give me some examples if you can bring any to mind of how you maintain your resilience. I mean, not just in in the last six or eight months, but in general. I mean, do you have things that you think help to recharge the batteries, to give you a time out to, you know, habits, rituals, routines, that sort of thing? Absolutely. And it's interesting you mentioned um, habits and rituals. I, I think they're really, really important. I work with my clients on on routines, uh, on activities and on results. They're kind of the three uh, three main areas that I, I, I focus on. And I think routines are very, very important. I think But before we even get to that, I think what is super important is really being clear about what you want. Um, What do you want to be spending your time doing? I mentioned earlier on what what puts you in your flow, what puts you in your zone, what gives you energy. Um, And that, I think, for me, really focusing on and being really aware of what do I actually enjoy doing? What, who are the people that I enjoy working with? How do I add more value to them? How do I find more of them? And I think being very focused if you like, on on the mission, if that doesn't sound too weird, you know, of the mission of reaching more and more people and helping and and finding them before they go down that inevitable fall out of love with their business, burning themselves out. I think that's what keeps me focused and kind of in the game. In terms of specifics, I mean, you talked about routines. I have a start of day routine. Um, I have an end of day routine. I think uh, mental and physical um, health is so, so important. A lot of people think that it's very selfish to kind of put ourselves first and I always say to people how can you possibly look after your family your community your team your business your clients how can you possibly do any of that if you're not okay it has to start with each and every one of us and mental and physical health for me has to come first Um, so I have as just as an example I have a daily slot in my calendar recurring appointment if you like that is health and when I look at my calendar calendar I decide where that is in my calendar and what that is but it's a non-negotiable for me every day what am I doing for my health what am I doing for my physical health what am I doing for my mental health so I love to run I'm a very bad runner but I do love to run and so am I going running am I doing a you know am I doing some strength work am I doing some boxing am I doing some yoga am I doing some meditation what am I doing to look after myself and I think that's really where it starts for for me is really looking after my mental and physical health. I wonder whether you feel going back to the the, the COVID 
pandemic, whether you feel that the last six months has taught you anything, whether you've changed your mind about any aspect of, of your business approach or your philosophy as a result of this crisis? Yes, I think it has. It's it's um, when we first went into lockdown, uh, my husband and I are quite are quite practical. So we kind of sat down and we went, right, this is what is going to happen. You know, a number of my clients are going to phone me up um, and discuss, you know, either cancelling or changing or maybe increasing. But there's going to be a lot of change out there. There's going to be a lot of people reaching out, asking for, for help. So what are we going to do about that? You mentioned that we run a property company. So, you know, we kind of sat down, we crunched the numbers we were very we took a very practical approach in that first week but actually what I found with regards to my business once we sort of got those foundations right was that I've been able to focus much more on the areas where I really feel that I can add value to my customers so I would say I've become more focused in the ways that I can support people um, than I was before I think before we went into lockdown I was maybe a little bit guilty about guilty of running around and trying to do too many different things and this has definitely helped this period has definitely helped me focus on what are the really critical ways what is it that my clients really need what is the value that I can really add so I would say I've definitely become more focused over the last few months and that has you've seen that then in how my business has developed. Now, you mentioned that your book that you wrote, which is obviously based a lot on your own experience, has the word resilience in the in, in the acronym REAL, R-E-A-L. And, and so obviously that's, as you've already said, that's a very important aspect. And presumably it's an important aspect of what you're trying to pass on to your clients. And I wonder whether you have thought about how they in turn can pass it on to their teams and whether that's an important thing for people to do as leaders if you're listening to this as a leader you know should you be passing on some of those resilient skills those ideas those techniques to your teams to enable them to be resilient as well a hundred percent I mean I do a lot of work with business owners and their teams one of the ways that you uh, scale a business without burning yourself out and falling out of love with your business is to put a management team in place so that you can share the load so I do a lot of work as I say with with teams and it's absolutely important for leaders to pass on um, their skills as I say it has to start with them first you very much have to lead from from the from the top if you like people follow your example um, when you're the leader or the you know the, the founder of your business so those routines are really really important so um, what I'm in co- what I've been in encouraging all of my um, clients and and the members of my online community to do is, uh, you know, check in with the members of their team more often maybe than you might think, you know, have those regular routines, have those regular check-ins, be very aware that different people are dealing this with this in different ways. As I mentioned, introverts and extroverts, you know, uh, it's not wanting to bucket everybody into two categories. We're all very different, but different kinds of people are dealing with this in different ways. D- we've all got a different situation with regards to our home life some of us are lucky to have a a separate space at home where we can work um, and others don't and some people are juggling uh, childcare, maybe care of of vulnerable relatives etc so everybody's got a different situation and I think that as a leader our duty of care really first is to our team and making sure that they are okay and that they are getting through the day and that they're building in those resilience habits that that we've been discussing so 
absolutely important, vital, I would say. If you don't have your team, you know, your team is what's going to get you through this ultimately. So your team has got to come first. Now, you mentioned uh, home life there. And obviously, for a lot of us, the lines between business and home have been blurred recently as we've been forced to work from home. So I wonder whether you think that approaches to business resilience translate easily into personal resilience or, or, or I mean perhaps the two things are, are intermingled anyway and you and you have no choice but I wonder what your view is on that whether personal and business resilience are, are somehow related or the same thing very interesting question I mean ultimately businesses are made up of individuals and so I would say that personal resilience kind of builds up towards business resilience yes if your people aren't okay then your business is not going to be okay ultimately your clients are all dealing with the same challenges as your team are dealing with you're absolutely right that the the boundaries if you like or the you know the the lines have very much been blurred and I've worked a lot with with clients and their teams on on how to manage that um I think one interesting thing is I had a number of clients who were, let's say, uh, quite sceptical about um, flexible working, quite um, not particular fans of flexible working. And and so that's been quite an interesting process for um, them and many others to get their heads around. You know, how do you manage a team? How do you keep your people engaged? Um, You know, how do you help them through what they're dealing with? But also, how do you keep your business, you know, alive and well through this process? So I think there's a lot of different pieces of the jigsaw if you like that that business owners particularly are having to juggle and I definitely um, consider that as as a core part of my work to help them through that but yes in answer to your question I think that personal resilience goes a long way to to making up that business resilience if you're not clear if you're not okay then you won't make good decisions for your business and neither will your team. Now as you know uh, these podcasts sprung from something called the Firestarter Forums, which Firestarter have organised during the the crisis, the lockdown in March onwards. And they've been successful and they're still going on now. And I wonder whether you think that sort of thing, that those sort of online forums particularly, I mean, obviously in, in normal times, perhaps real life forums as well, but certainly online forums, whether you think they work as part of a coping mechanism that can help you with resilience. In other words, meeting with other people like-minded or otherwise you know can add to that resilience piece absolutely 100 percent. i i've been really delighted to be able to support the firestarter forums in fact i was the guest speaker on the very first forum on this topic effectively we were we were talking about how tough it is at the top and how leaders and managers can kind of get through this crisis that was all the way back i think you're right kind of march april time i absolutely think they are very helpful what came out of the firestarter forums but also i run an online community um, of um, 500 business owners and I run regular events which are um, similar in nature to try and help people um, uh, connect and, and engage with each other. And what, what comes out of all of these kind of online fora is you're not alone. And that was what was coming out of the... I remember that first forum particularly where people were 
really energized and grateful that it's like, oh, we're all going through this together, regardless of what industry we are, what size of business we are. Maybe we feel like we've got nothing in common, but actually we do. You know, we're facing similar challenges, you know, with our teams. How do we sort of support our clients? You know, how do we keep our businesses on track? I think they're hugely useful. During this crisis, a lot of people have felt very isolated and very disconnected and very lonely, quite frankly. Now, I can tell you that being a business owner is often lonely regardless of you know whether we're in a in crisis mode but that has only increased through this there's a lot of pressure on business owners to kind of keep a, a happy face on and you know keep the show on the road and just to have these online forums where they're aimed at business owners and then in a sense you can kind of let that mask slip a little bit and go oh my god this is actually really tough and I think just being able to do that is is hugely important and does definitely definitely contribute to that resilience. Before we finish, Lisa, I wanted to just ask you a little bit about the future in the sense that we're all worried that it's very difficult to know what's around the corner. We don't know how long this is all going to last and, and, and what will be the uh, you know, result when we do see the light at the end of the tunnel. What's that light going to look like and that sort of thing? So I'm wondering when you're when you're advising your clients and you're talking to your clients and you're thinking about your own business as well, how are you able to plan that when you don't really know what's ahead and and you know what's going to it's going to be like in six months or a year or five years? I mean, what what's your view of planning at the moment? That's so interesting that you ask me that. Um, I mentioned my online community and I do a Facebook Live um, every week and the next uh, Facebook Live is actually going to be exactly on that subject around planning. I think it's... It's very difficult to plan. I'm an optimist by nature and and many, many business owners, as I mentioned, are optimistic by nature. I think it's very difficult to plan for sure. But I think the way to get through this is to focus on what we can control. Listen to the market and what the market is is telling you. What are your clients uh, spending money on? What are they asking you for? What? How can you add value? You do need to keep flexible and you do need to stay focused, which is why high resilience is so important focus very much on what you can do and what you can control rather than all the many many things that you can't control so presumably the watchword is flexibility you know you've got to be able to adapt Absolutely. Um, but you do need to be a little bit careful with that. I noticed at the beginning when we first went into into lockdown, a lot of people were kind of almost panicking about, oh, my God, I need to pivot and I need, you know, I need to change everything. And, and my work, my kind of watchword at that point was consistency. So you still need to show up for your clients. You still need to be consistent. You know, when the world is changing all around, people look to you as a business owner, your team and your clients to be consistent, to still stand for the same things. So you yes, we have to be flexible. And yes, we have to look at ways to offer um, our clients value in different ways. So for example, my whole business is now online, as you might imagine. But it is about continuing to offer that value to your clients. It might be in different ways. But I would definitely urge people not to pivot, you know, 180 degrees, still stand for what you stand for. But yes, we do need to be flexible and adapt to what our clients are asking us for what they're needing and ultimately 
ultimately what they're spending money on. Lisa, thank you so much for being so generous with your thoughts. You've been listening to the Resilient Leader podcast with my special guest, Lisa Zevi, entrepreneur, coach, speaker and author, who's been sharing some of her leadership experience and resilience techniques with us. If you've enjoyed the podcast and found Lisa's insight useful, then why not join us on one of the Fast Starter forums that we mentioned in the podcast? They're held online on the second Thursday of every month. They are completely free of charge. All you've got to do is register on the Firestarter website at www.firestartersolutions.co.uk. We look forward to you joining us for our next podcast episode, but in the meantime, please subscribe and keep listening.